0: My name is Benita Sostre. I'm the president of NYABJ. That means it's the New York chapter of the National Association of Black Journalists. Thank you so much for joining us for our end of year podcast. We're super excited to be talking to you. I wanted to get started with why we started this podcast. This podcast was so important to us and the entire group to have a digital way of sharing not just journalism, but allowing us to have opinions on certain things that we're viewing, that we're talking about, what's going on in the community. We also have been able to give an opportunity to journalists to host, produce, and engineer something that's so special for all of us. I love podcasts. Podcasts are something that you can listen to on the go. It's something I listen to when I'm on the subway going from here to there. I live all the way in Brooklyn. I go into Manhattan. So it gives me one hour of listening to a podcast. Um, One of the things I love about our podcast is our episodes are usually 30 to 40 minutes. So I, I get it. And then I get like my little Beyonce in at the end of my commute. So it's the best of both worlds. And I know that many other people love podcasts for that same reason. They can listen to a really interesting topic that maybe they don't want to tell everyone they're listening to and really get a chance to enjoy it. What's special about our podcast is the fact that we are talking about journalism and we're not just interviewing people to say, you know, what's going on in the world today, but we're talking about real issues. We're talking about pay equity. We're talking about um, how to better yourself, better your career. As a member of NYABJ, most of us are members of NABJ, we've gone to the convention and through our podcast, we were able to hear different ways of how to continue that knowledge that we learned while at the convention. We also did a really fun episode on fashion. I never knew about some of those things. I was never invited to fashion week, but you know, for all those out there in the fashion industry, send your invites my way, um, I'm happy to come. But, And it's something that's really been a way of opening up all of our horizons into subjects that maybe we didn't know anything about, but now through our journalism lens and through the podcast, we can hear more and learn more about things that we don't do on a regular basis. My goals for 2023 is to grow, grow, grow. I want to see us on more platforms. I want our listener base to really grow. We have a great product content is king as i've been told so we're putting the content out there and what we want people to do is listen to the content know that we have a really good product out here and to follow us to like us to repost when we post on social media to get the word out so more people are listening to us i don't want this to feel like a small like school project i want people to realize that this is a serious product that we're doing by professional journalists and i would love to bring in bigger guests bigger professional journalists bigger celebrities. Um, I want us to be on red carpets interviewing people for our podcast. This is something that professional journalists are doing, and we're doing this all to build NYABJ. When we come together, we thrive, and that's what we're aiming to do. It's to continue to bring journalists together to thrive by allowing them to nurture their craft of hosting, producing, engineering, And really be able to take those skills into whatever job they're working on a full-time basis. The sidebar has grown so much. Um, It was a thought. It was something I came in, I became president, and I was like, I want to do a podcast. And I was able to talk with other members of the committee, and they came up with the title. They turned my little idea into something that was real. And so it feels extra special to me because many things with NYBJ they were already around way before me. They've been around for years and years, but the podcast is something that was just a little thought bubble and with the right people who nurtured it, they brought it together. I remember the first time I heard that we were on Spotify. I was like, oh my gosh, I actually use Spotify. Like we're not just on some random service I've never heard of. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Music. We're in places where real podcast star, where you can actually hear us, where like grandma in Idaho can like tune in and hear what we're talking about. And so it's just such an honor and a privilege to be a part of it and to be working with a team of people that are excited to do it. We don't get paid for putting this podcast on or, or doing any of the work, but we're taking out extra time to do these interviews and to pitch these stories, brainstorm ideas, And it's a wonderful feeling. It's like the Christmas spirit I'm feeling, I guess. In closing, I want to thank all of our listeners. I want to thank all of the people who have helped put this together. There are people I still haven't met in person, but they are part of our podcast committee at NYABJ. They come to our meetings once a month and they participate. They bring their energy. They bring their time. And that's the most amazing thing is when people give their time. They're not just talking the talk, they're walking the walk and we're making it happen. So I am forever grateful for that. And I just hope that they continue to come and we continue to put out lots and lots and lots more episodes and that everyone continues to tune in. And for those out there listening, if you want to join us, if you want to be a host, if you want to learn about producing or engineering, feel free, send me an email, president at nyabj.org, president at nyabj.org. I respond to my email all the time and we'd love to have more members, more hosts, more people producing. We need you to help make us better. If you want to join us, we always need more people to help. To find out more information about us, just hit up nyabj.org. That's our website, nyabj.org. We're looking forward to hearing from you, and we hope that you're listening to us, um, and see you in the new year.
1: You are listening to The Sidebar. Courtesy of the New York Association of Black Journalists, a program about the world of media as seen through the lens of black media makers.
2: So, welcome to the inaugural end of the year special. My name is Jason, and today we're just going to talk about the sidebar how we talk about the hosts, engineers, producers, and pretty much how you put the show together. So, um, Will, let's kick us off. Um, Will and Carol, actually, you've both been here the longest tenured on the podcast. So, um, how did the podcast come about? and pretty much um describe your roles
3: um i'll start i'll uh, yield over to carolyn on this one Um, to start she yeah to start you're the brain of it so go for it
4: i'm the brain oh that's that's sweet Um, okay so let's see so well i first heard about the idea of having an nyabj podcast during a general body meeting at the start of 2022. And Bonita and the e-board were looking to start something, but it was very open-ended as to what it could look like. And so previously, I had worked as a radio and podcast producer for the United States of Anxiety on WMYC Studios, uh, now called Notes from America with Kai Wright. So I was excited to take on that challenge. We started as a really lean team of three in February with myself, KJ or Catherine Jones, and Brittany Monique Walker, working to decide on the show's identity and structure and we landed on The Sidebar by NYABJ, and it being a show about the world of media through the lens of Black media makers. And I think that we all thought that we could use the NYABJ platform to explore the ever-changing world of media and journalism while telling the stories of our colleagues and friends working across the media landscape. We were very, very lucky because Will joined us as our editor soon after, Tyler Clifford as a producer, and Ife Collimore, And ultimately, with Bonita's support, the show went live in April, and it's really been a team effort and a really great opportunity.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's we've just covered this wide array of topics every episode. it's, It's all connected and just the central theme of just Black journalists talking about the issues that matter. And, yeah, I mean, can't wait to see what happens in the future.
2: Now, how important would you guys say it is to, you know, have your voice heard, you know, to come out with this podcast and just be another, you know, a vessel to say for others to take in the information and things like that?
4: Well, I mean, I think all of us as journalists and producers, media makers, creatives, um, storytelling is probably at the forefront of why we do what we do. So we felt like this was a really great opportunity to tell our stories and to Make sure that they were remembered and immortalized that we were able to share our perspectives and help people recognize that we're not a monolith and that we really deserve to be in the spaces in which we are in this industry and so many others
2: awesome now kj uh what has been one of the most interesting things you've learned about starting a
5: podcast ooh um interesting i mean i feel like i learned to love the art of conversation i mean as a journalist we, we fall in love with conversation, but you know, this time there's no visuals. And I feel like I come from a very visual background. Um, so I really got to get to know who I spoke to and they got to relax and be really candid. Um, and that, that was something I don't feel like any other medium could have accomplished.
2: Now you think your background in journalism makes it make you more comfortable just jumping into the podcasting lane or you just a natural at it?
5: (laughs) I mean, I, I, I've been in print and TV. Uh, so I guess talking to people really is my background. Um, but yeah, I guess that helps so much, but just knowing that we all were in the same industry, going through the same stuff. I talked to, um, seasoned professionals. So knowing that they were in my place at um, some point, I feel like that was helpful uh, in connecting to them.
2: Gotcha. Totally understand. Now, Mani you took on the task of doing an episode on fashion. Uh, What was behind the scenes moment that you could share that you really enjoyed in the process of doing that project?
6: Yeah. So for me, I guess the main, I guess behind the scenes moment that was really great for me was just kind of figuring out what the angle of the episode was going to be about. I mean, it's easy to probably just find someone who can, um, like maybe a fashion journalist who can speak to why they like covering fashion week and, just other all the other like September fashion events. But it was really fun to just kind of think outside of the box and kind of narrow it down to covering sustainability and stuff like that. And just understanding its connection with fashion and then just seeing how it's been covered in like journalism and media and stuff. So that was really awesome. Now,
2: is there a dream project you would love to cover Imani?
6: That's the thing. I think with me, I always like thinking of new things. So I would never I guess I want to put myself in a box and say like what the one dream thing is. Cause if I say that, then it'll probably lead me to thinking of some other wild, crazy idea. So yeah. All right.
2: Now, Camille, um, you're from the streets are so telling me you're the ideal queen. So how did you come up with so many ideas when it came to pulling the first episode together?
7: Well, Whoever came up with the the title of Idea Queen, I appreciate it. It's a lovely title. Uh, But for me, where my ideas come from are really just curiosity, curiosity and and interest in different topics. And when I look at the calendar, I think about what may be going on in society at the time. I always try to pair that with what we could possibly do in terms of how we could approach it. So it's really where most of my ideas uh, come from in terms of ideas for various topics that we could cover.
2: So. Now, is there an idea you kind of want to springboard and share with the crew right now, or are you going to hold everything close to the vest?
7: I can share one thing. I would, I really would love to do something in regards to the magazine industry. I feel like that's an area that's not necessarily given a lot of focus. And I know that's an area that I feel from what i researched and from what i come across that African-American journalists have really made an impact on. Whether you're talking about Ebony and Jet Magazine or others, I just think that's a whole sector of journalism that that's not really given its uh, proper due and especially not given its proper due by us. So I think it's one we can definitely, definitely give uh, some attention to.
2: Oh, yeah, that's God. a really good one. <laughs> Now, Michael, you you recently joined the team, but you have many years in the podcast business and experience. What's some stuff that you want to share with the the crew to help continue the success of the podcast?
1: It's been my experience that to keep a podcast successful, granted, I started when we weren't even calling it podcasting. I don't even know what we were calling it. As a matter of fact, I don't even think the iPod was out yet, or it had just came out maybe two years. So, I mean, I, I go back to that. So... Um, And having watched so many podcasts fail for multiple different reasons, I think my, my perspective has on how to create sustainability, how to diversify who comes up with the ideas. And if they come up with an idea, everyone do their best to contribute, supporting their idea. This way no one ever gets burned out. That's the first part. And then the second part to it is that everybody learns or develops to their current skill something that they may have not had already. So that that is something that is any podcast I've worked or especially on the low end, I enjoy seeing people get theirs off the ground. That's always the problem. They're good for the first I don't know two three episodes. Then it goes from being fun to really being uh, a labor. And yeah. because they never prepared for the labor they thought oh, I'm just gonna sit down I'm gonna talk to three four people and we're gonna go from there Um, whether it's people who have no history in speaking to people or people who don't like to speak to people right then you're not conversational so and then they get tired because they're way out of their own element they're a turtle without a shell so it's pretty much that maintaining helping each other to grow a podcast is is that that's always my that's always the first thing i tell people you, you can't it has to be a team it's like a child and it takes a village so it takes mm. a village you raise a child it takes a
2: team to, to groom a podcast gotcha i appreciate that see so so um you know you're pretty much one of the newest members of the team as well so I know you got a lot of experience. What what's your, what's your overall view of the sidebar and how do you feel like you contribute and help it grow in the future?
8: Well, I enjoyed listening to uh, Catherine's interview with the CNN International Anchor and it just shows the potential for this podcast to amplify voices that are not often heard, not only ours as the interviewers and the journalists, but as the guests. So he's an anchor, but he was able to talk about his background, his life, his travels. And I found it very interesting to find out more about him. And I look forward to finding out more about him and watching him on TV now that I know him a bit. And I think that's really a great thing about the podcast space. We can amplify our voices and bring in new voices. And this podcast certainly has the potential uh, to do that. I want to find out more about the behind the scenes aspect of podcasts because I was a podcast host. I mean, I'd written a book on tennis, and I was asked to host All-American, Venus and Serena, about the Williams sisters, and I thoroughly enjoyed that experience, but it was about me getting guests for them, uh, coming up with questions for the guests, um, helping out on writing the scripts for the 10 episodes, and then going into the studio in Midtown and recording, but the whole aspect of oh, putting music behind it, uh, basically... Um, cutting up the sound bites and deciding which one goes where, which one fits best. I didn't get involved in that part of the production, and I found that fascinating. Um, I'm used to interviewing people as a journalist, but I'm not used to crafting a podcast. So I'm happy to be part of this group because I want to find out everything there is to know about putting a podcast together. I think this is a great place for me to learn that
1: hey if you're enjoying this particular episode please subscribe and don't forget to leave a good review and as a reminder if you wish to reach us or learn more about us www.nyabj.org and now back to
2: the program yeah i definitely think you'll learn that coming coming up well back to you you know let's just switch it up a little bit let's make it a little dicey since you've been a producer for most of the recent episodes, what's something you wanted to tell one of the hosts that you've been holding back and haven't said to them yet?
3: Uh, Well, the one thing I would actually, that I've been holding back is that this is actually the first podcast I've ever worked on. Uh, Never did any kind of uh, sound editing. I've done video editing in the past, but never uh, sound editing. But, you know, once I was able to find... You know, the skills to put together episodes, there's still that storytelling aspect of it. It became pretty easy. So, you know, a lot of the earlier episodes are very rudimentary um, compared with some of the later episodes that I've been uh, working on. And I can't wait to keep on developing that skill and growing with all of y'all in the coming year. Awesome.
2: Now, Carol, what do you want the um, listeners to take into the new year that they should be looking forward to from hearing from not just you, but most of the other hosts on the show?
4: Well, I, I think, okay, so I enjoyed contributing as the lead producer and committee chair, and I'm really proud of the conversation that I produced back in June about building mm-hmm. Black newsrooms and community trust um, that was a conversation I had with Okoto Foriata of Capital B News down in Atlanta, really intrepid uh, news venture, um, and my more recent episode addressing pay equity and salary transparency in New York City, which is a hot topic right now. So I'm going to throw it back to you. What do listeners have to look forward to in 2023 on the sidebar?
2: Ah, good, good uh, pivot. I like that. Um, It's pretty much just to keep evolving the show. We're going to talk about all topics, all aspects of of the culture here in NYC. And we're just going to keep it, you know, growing and evolving. You know, we'll start the year off running in January with some hot topics. And as we work our way through February, Black History Month, and then we got Black Music Month in March. So that was a good pivot. I like that. I wasn't ready. Um, I guess this question is for everybody, everyone, you know, we go around the room and answer it. Um, what's one word would you describe podcasting and what it means to you? That's more than one word, but you know what I mean? What does podcasting mean to you guys in general? I'll come back to what I said about amplifying
8: other voices. I mean, people who are not necessarily known, not necessarily heard from, or are underrated underpublicized. We can bring those people to the forefront. So one word, amplification?
5: I'm going to say real. Um, I feel like it's, we've created a space where everyone can be themselves, be candid about their experiences, um, you know, be open and honest and where we can be ourselves and represent ourselves. So real. I like that. I both... this... oh. No, Go, go ahead, you,
1: no, no. Go Sorry, ahead. I knew that
6: was going to happen. Too. <laughs> um, I would say eclectic, just because we have everyone just coming through with their own ideas. Every episode is special in its own way because everyone approaches their episode, what the topics are, who they're interviewing in a different way, even down to the questions that are asked during each episode. So I think Eclectic is the best way because all these different elements are coming together just to make something truly special and amazing for everyone to listen to.
4: I agree. I think, yeah, all of these are really great. I would say podcasting represents accessibility. I think there are some people who literally might not have the the bandwidth for video in terms of not having high-speed internet or access. Um, and hearing voices really allow stories to pop off the page. So I think audio is really special in that way. And that's one of the powers of podcasting.
1: Awesome, man. Was that everybody? I'm gonna go with nah. I, I I waited for for that one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I, I gotta go behind Carolyn. That's that's a difficult task. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna say necessary. Necessary because regardless to the community that you're discussing, whether we're talking community as people of color, whether we're talking community as journalists or content creators or whatever. Uh, line of demarcation individuals have drawn and slid off into their own little corners, uh, as well as the broader perspective of how we, whatever that group may be, is seen that podcasting allows us to take those walls down. You may have thought, A, about an individual. Now you learn something different. So if you're open-minded, you accept it. As you know what, I didn't know that whatever that may have been. That could be cultural-based. That could be community-based. That could just be what you thought about individuals who wore orange socks. So if the interviewer got on orange socks, I never knew people with orange socks, like, whatever. Like, you know, I I know I'm I'm embellishing that, but I I, I deem this podcast as well as... I, I deem podcasts as necessary. But I deem this podcast in particular exceedingly necessary because of who's watching so if some some youngster ends up catching some of this likes someone's tone of voice or you know cadence diction vernacular grammatical foray whatever it is that they like and they decide to go in that direction and that keeps somebody's son or daughter from climbing out my window with my tv from trying to stick me in the subway and puts them on the path, then so be it. I can speak for everybody here, regardless of how well I know you or not. Everybody will sign up for that. So therefore, with that being said, this is necessary.
2: I don't think we could have closed out any better than that. That was well said, Michael, well said. Well, I guess we just put a bow tie on the inaugural end of the year special of the sidebar. I like, Um.
7: (laughs) one of the I didn't get a chance to speak I just want to say one thing my answer I'm sorry, King.
2: Thing, oh my god I'm, I'm sorry
7: you're fine you're fine now, he was so good I can understand why you want to close with, with Michael um but I the only thing I would add to that is I just when I think of podcasting or podcast I just think of intimate conversations I think there's sometimes things that you hear only on a podcast that you won't hear on like a traditional in a traditional radio interview or, or any sort of other kind of interview. So I think that they're really just very intimate conversations uh that you only hear in those particular spaces and places. So that's that's what comes to mind for me. I like that.
2: That was a good uh, you know, you hit it right out the park, both of you guys. I was just now thinking like, damn, you know, maybe podcast is a form that maybe most journalists should consider at least if not having their own but at least appearing on one what you guys think about that definitely
1: i absolutely agree because i I don't know of any you know pro journalists i don't know of any news reporters that i've ever talked to in passing that have ever not had the slightest maybe three to five percent of disgust Because a story that they did wasn't done the way they might have felt it should have been. Maybe it missed something. It was a cake that missed candles. So this right here gives everybody the opportunity to bake the cake the way they want their cake baked. And that right there is priceless. That's priceless. Uh, I I digress. I digress.
2: Michael, with the closing marks once again. Again, you know, I appreciate everyone's time and commitment to the sidebar. We're only going to get better and better as uh, we evolve the show, and I'm looking forward to working with everybody in 2023. With that said, well, that's it for the inaugural episode of our end of the year special of the sidebar. We want to wish everyone out there a happy holidays. We made a weather that may be Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, you name it. We just wish everyone a happy and prosper 2023. To Jordan here, in here. Looking forward to working with everybody and evolving the sidebar. So until then, we out.
1: We wish to express our most sincerest thanks to our distinguished guests. If you have enjoyed what you've heard, please subscribe and give The Sidebar a great review. As a reminder, the views and opinions expressed in every episode of The Sidebar belong to the individuals who made them and not to the NYABJ. For more information on the NYABJ, please visit www.nyabj.org. Music by Halizna Raps.